0: Welcome back, and for our next segment, I'm very excited to be talking about a topic and about something that uh, I really like, and that is bees. Yes, those little, buzzing, busy insects that make honey. And we've got some wonderful guests in the studio. We're joined by Jill Kong and Harry Wong from Bee Tales. Bee Tales uh, is an organization that they set up to... Uh, raise awareness and help conserve bees and encourage urban beekeeping in Hong Kong. And we're also on Facebook Live, so if you go to my Facebook page, Karen on RTHK Radio 3, you can see as well as hear Jill and Harry there. So Jill and Harry, welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you. Now tell us all about
1: Tales. How did you come to form Tales and why? Uh, actually, we have been Madagascar a few years before. It's a trip that we visit a vocation centre, which is organised by a church. And then they are teaching some practical skills to the college student. We think it's quite meaningful, so that when we come back to Hong Kong, we we'll start to research if we can bring something to them. But uh, we also want to use the resources of the country, Agriculture is one of the most important career inside the country. But unfortunately, they're using some old technique, which is like a fire farming with no planning. They just burn everything down. So we want to do something which is related to agriculture. Beekeeping is quite uh in the in the right way so we start to learn about beekeeping in hong kong with the um uh uh, bee farmers or beekeepers in hong kong and then we find out it's quite a potential career in hong kong also so we start this project and start to reach different people and talk about honeybees
0: wow now are there actually a lot of beekeepers in hong kong
1: uh, yes actually really? but most of them are retired uh, people they have many times to take care of them but they don't see it as a career they just see it as a hobby
2: okay and Jill how did you get involved I started this when I worked with uh, Harry when I was in university year three and he just asked me randomly do you want to join some project and I just said yes okay <laughs> yeah and we um, have uh, have uh, created Bee Tales in 2019 and officially in 2020 it has been three years now and the aims of Bee Tales is to do promoting conservation of bees uh, promoting urban beekeeping and doing uh, educational jobs to the public and the child in the school and also providing jobs opportunity for teenagers which um, we want to develop the beekeepers edges jobs as for teenagers, Right. Now. So in general, how do you think Hong Kong people view bees? Do
0: they, do they do they think about them at all? Do they think, oh, they're pests? Or do they
1: realise how important they are to the environment? Um, unfortunately, no. <laughs> they don't think honeybees are important. Maybe it's because of the traditional education. When you talk about honeybees to them, they're all things. They're aggressive, easy to sting, everything. But uh, that's... The potential we think we should have to do more education to reach the public to the school to let them know it's not the truth
0: yeah so mm. what what kind of bees do we have in Hong Kong and and how many do we have in Hong Kong
2: it's about um, species uh, in Hong Kong. We are doing, um, we are conservating the local species, which we call um, Chinese bees in Hong Kong. And this is the local species we want to conservate because um, the more um, bees we keep, the more biodiversity we can develop. Yeah. Yes, and there's
1: only, only one honeybee species in Hong Kong. Oh really? Yeah, There's but, only one? Is it yeah. native to Hong Kong? Yes, yeah. but you can see many, Many things, many insects like are like a bees, yeah. but they're not they're wasp or hornets, hornet. yeah,
0: and those are the ones that are aggressive right uh, actually but they're not they're not really okay. they're, or, you know <laughs> good I'm getting educated
1: <laughs> <laughs> they will only attack when you get too close to their hive or you create some threat to them, yeah. Yeah. okay
0: now. Um, Harry, tell us really how important are bees to the ecosystem and also to human health because mm-hmm. people don't really think about bees until, for example, the bee colony collapses mm-hmm. and then scientists are saying this is really bad.
1: Yes, uh, I think the f- most important things is about our food because in the farm uh, produce, maybe like 60 to 70% need uh, insects to help us to pollinate. Honeybees is the most important spe- one of the most important species because they're so effective, and then they can cover a huge area. So this is the first things. But the other things that is uh, also very important. They also pollinate the food for the animals. For example, some plants we are not going to eat it, but it's the food source for the animals. So if they uh, disappeared the food chain will just broke. So it's a huge crisis to all the living creatures on the, on Earth. Mm. And how healthy is the honeybee
0: or the honeybee colonies in Hong Kong?
1: Um, actually, no one do a really detailed uh, inspection for them. But mm-hmm. as we know, because we talked to the beekeepers in Hong Kong, they said the environment for honeybees is getting worse and worse. For example, the hive they're keeping is facing a very bad situation in these few years. They can see the numbers decreasing. Mm. Do, do bees have natural predators? A lot of a lot. predators. For example, mm. the hornet, the huge one, they will catch the bees and then take them back to their hive to feed their children. Ooh. It's one of their mm-hmm. food sources. And also, any kind of uh, creature will eat Insect or bugs, honeybees are also their food sources.
2: Yeah, uh, we set a camera in our, our beehive when uh, when we are in the farm in Yunlong and we see a frog inside our beehive e- yeah. eating, trying to eat the bees. At, um, oh. Yeah, and also there
1: is a rat.
2: Oh, yeah, gosh. yeah. And well, they just yeah. stay
1: in front of the hive and maybe bite the box. They want to get inside because they smell so good. The so honey, good yeah. I see. yeah. So would the rat be interested
0: in the honey or interested in the bees?
1: I think both. Both, mm-hmm. but of course, maybe most easy things for them to get is the honey. They just get inside or right. bite a little bit. Yeah. Right, that's true. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, the other thing I know is that bees can be susceptible to diseases and parasites. Is that something we have to worry about in Hong Kong? Uh,
1: that is the interesting part. If as uh, the honey we can buy in the supermarket was produced by Western honeybees, it's mm. different species. They are from Italy, so when you bring them to different parts of the world, they will have some disease that they never met before. But the honeybee we kept in Hong Kong is a local species. They don't have this problem. Yeah. The uh, uh, parasites or uh, the, sorry, the pests or anything about honey about honeybees, they can deal with themselves. Okay, mm. okay, that's good.
0: So so let's talk. I feel like I'm getting a great education on bees. Let's talk more about bee tales. And so since you started, how how what have you been doing? I mean, how do you approach the education and also the, trying to encourage urban beekeeping?
2: Um by um encourage urban beekeeping, we have set up different urban beekeeping points which in Yamate um, near Shanghai Street and it was great really? because we didn't take care of it much and the time we go and check it, there is a lots of honey the colony is so healthy and we don't have to take much care of them because um, we think of the reason why it's so healthy maybe there are not much competitor okay. yeah, it's not in a farm there's not much hornet and they can um, make their honey maybe they go to Kowloon Park or uh, or the flower market in Prince Edward kind oh. of thing, and that's not much competition. That's yeah. like the
0: bees going shopping, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and also we set up point in Chun Wan, in Kam Tin, in Kwai Chong. We try up, um, different urban bees keeping points, which have great results. And in the fi- um, past two years, we set up our bee farm in yunlong but we uh, moved to a more urban place now to try on the urban skipping site mm. yeah. and
0: and how do you set up a hive i mean
1: what do you need to 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 start doing this oh, yes first of all you have to build them a shelter to prevent the sunshine and rain and then you just keep those area clean to prevent the the rats or the frog everything and then the other thing is about the knowledge of bees. You have to take care of them to know what they need, uh, what they need in the in, in that uh, period, and then you just keep checking about their status and see what we can do for them.
0: Mm. So are you choosing locations like rooftops or or what's the best location for urban beekeeping in Hong Kong?
1: Actually now we are trying to put them inside a room and then open uh, open a window for them to get out to find their food sources, nectars, and pollen. The result is pretty good because inside a room, actually it's not a room for them, they don't recognize this room they just mm. see it as a cave they're just going out and come back so precisely and then because there's no any predators will come so they have a quite good environment for them to do increase their numbers
0: so you could yeah. you could conceivably do this in someone's office or warehouse or even home
1: uh, we will try, but yeah. it's a long way to go <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I
0: think people would probably think, "Oh, I don't want to share my room with a yeah, bee colony,
1: yeah, yeah, because they think they are so they they might have a chance to sting them, but actually, when you know about uh the how 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 it works, it actually is the problem that we can solve, yeah,
0: mm, okay, so so far, how keen are people on trying on hosting you know a a bee colony?"
2: us we are building some um, bees keeping volunteer team and there are lots of people coming in to join us because they want to keep bees but they don't have the opportunity or they don't have space that uh, they don't have rooftop or garden they cannot so they come and join our team to uh, take care of bees together and recently we developed a bee rescue team which um, you see there are a swarm of bees on the street and we do rescue and we take them back to our office. Right, okay. Yeah.
0: So all in all, you've got how many... So you've got like four or five um, urban colonies now, or how many?
1: About ten oh, now. Oh, ten, yeah, okay. In a room.
0: All right, and then you harvest the honey.
1: Yes. And where does, what do you do with the honey? Actually, we'll use it to... Uh, Brews some meat, honey wine, yeah. and then also make different kind of product like lip balm or soap. Uh, actually, it's just an excuses for us to reach different people and talk about the stories of these. Mm, yeah. so that's great.
0: So you, the great thing is you have a product at the end that people are familiar with.
1: Uh, and- and yeah, but not that familiar is also what we are doing now to promote because honey wine meat is not that uh, not uh, yeah yeah not a daily drink yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. So people know honey but now you can extend their knowledge to other um, bee products. And what kind of um, organisations are you trying to reach? Do you you go out and do education in schools or in community organisations or or even companies? Um,
2: For us, for education then we... um reach the school, we do educational jobs but more we want to do is to set up more urban Bee skipping point so we want maybe in the future we can reach um, we want to reach some companies that, that uh, we can set up a, a beekeeping point in their place yeah. or do something meaningful together such as like some ESG project or CSR projects we want to involved into different um, things that we can make the world different yeah
0: yeah so if for example a company decided oh i'm interested in this what what would they need to have um, in terms of their their building you know or their their office to make it
1: work um i think the most easiest way to do it is when if they have a rooftop or somewhere they can manage just spare a little space to put a box there is all right and then maybe some of their uh, employee are interesting about beekeeping we can tell them how to inspect them but It's just a very little workload for them, just to check it maybe once or twice a week.
0: Mm.
1: And how Mm. long does does it take to establish a colony?
0: Because normally it's like you need
1: a queen, right? Mm -hmm. And then what happens after that? Uh, No, we don't only need a queen. Actually, it's quite funny. If you only have a queen, she can't survive by herself. You have to find a whole swarm or a whole hive. We can just move it into that place and then they will start to recognize the uh, environment the the way where they find flowers and nectars and then they will just run by themselves but of course because of the uh, climate change and the environment everything is getting worse today so we have to inspect them see if they are getting better or getting worse Mm,
0: okay so harry you mentioned rooftops now of course some buildings in hong kong are very tall Mm -hmm. um is that a problem for a bee colony
1: Uh, Yes, if it's a really, really tall building, it's not that comfortable for them. But it all depends on the terrain. For example, you have a mountain just next to your building. They might just horizontally go to the rooftop. Mm. It's okay. So it all depends on the place.
0: Okay, Mm. so it seems like there's a lot of potential for more colonies.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, and for space, for rooftop, and I don't think it's the most important thing to be involved in a urban beekeeping project, but more is some passion. And we want to try new things because we know beekeeping in Hong Kong is quite new to people as um, people have um, misunderstanding of bees like they're not aggressive kind of things but we want to do something different yes we want to try something new so as we can do anything and we can discuss together okay yeah.
0: so if there's anyone out there who wants to find out more how can they contact you and how can they reach you and, and find out more
2: um you can reach us by searching our a name Beatles HK in facebook instagram or website also you can um send us emails which is HK at com. okay yeah. and also do you need more volunteers
1: of course we do for example the uh the bee rescue team you just uh, mentioned about it actually the ideas is in a few months in the years the bees will keep swarming everywhere when they're across the city, they need to find somewhere to take a rest, actually. They won't stay here for long, but when people sees them, they're so scarce and then they would just call the pest control or the government. The only way they deal with it is to use pesticides. Mm. So we don't want this to happen. We need to find more people to know how to relocate them, collect them, and then put them back to the, the suburban uh, area or the green zone in our city. So it need many people to help because for example i receive maybe three to four K's one day i can't do it all by myself right. so if different people in different place, place in hong kong knows how to do it they can help a lot Fantastic. So
0: if you're out there, you're interested in learning more about bees and beekeeping, give Jill and Harry, um, uh, send them a message or contact them. So Jill and Harry, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been really great to learn about what you're doing. Uh, It's so wonderful you're doing this for Hong Kong with our local honeybees. And um, best of luck. Uh, I hope that you get a lot more people involved as well. Thank you. you. Thanks for joining us.